Hello, movie lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Chatty Sisters, where I talk movies. I'll start with the basics, like who was in it, what it's about, and my review. Then after a short break, we'll go deeper and get into the spoilers. Happy Halloween. This is the last episode of our seven days of spook and scare. So you know what that means. It's a scare. Today's movie is Halloween Kills and... I could not have a spook and scare, a Halloween thing, theme without talking about one of the Halloween movies. And this is the latest one that's on Netflix. As you guys probably already know, there is one more after this one. But Halloween Kills is the one that I watched this year. So like I said, I watched it on Netflix. It came out in 2021. It is horror and it's scary. <laughs> Those are the two genres we got. And then... The MPAA rating is rated R for strong bloody violence, grisly images, language, and some drug use. Now, when they say strong bloody violence, they wholeheartedly mean that, okay? This movie was gory. Our director is David Gordon Green. Our writers are Scott Teams, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. And our tagline is evil dies tonight. And you hear that all throughout the movie. David Gordon Green has done The Exorcist Believer, which I cannot wait to see, as well as Pineapple Express. Two very different movies. That is range, people. He has written Halloween Ends and Undertow. Scott Teams has done Insidious, The Red Door and Firestarter. And Danny McBride has done The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter and Eastbound and Down. Our actors in this movie, kicking it off with Jamie Lee Curtis, who has been in all of the Halloweens, as well as Scream Queens. We have Judy Greer, who is an archer and 13 going on 30. Andy Marachak, who was in Sun and Assimilate. We have Anthony Michael Hall, who was in War Machine and Live by Night. Robert Longstreet, who was in I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, as well as Sorry to Bother You. James Jude Courtney, who was in The Great In Between and The Killing Grounds. And last but not least, Nick Castle, who was in The Last Starfighter and The Boy Who Could Fly. Our production companies are Universal Studios, who has also done Five Nights at Freddy's and Billions. Miramax, who has done Old Dads and Scream, and Blumhouse, of course, Productions, who has done The Exorcist Believer and Sinister. The description of this movie is, after escaping his fiery tomb, Michael Myers continues his vicious rampage. A vigilante mob rises up to stop the nightmare once and for all. Now, I can't say, because that would be a spoiler, on whether or not it's real, but I am going to say we already know there's another movie that came after that, so do with that information what you will. Halloween is a movie that has been around for so long, okay? So long, like 19... late 70s, I believe, is when the first one came out. So yeah, this is a long time coming and I am really hoping that one of these years I can watch all of them. But if you are like me and you have not watched all of them and you want to see a more recent one, I say go for it because this one in particular is really good about giving you pretty much all the backstory you need. It explains what what is the deal with Michael Myers and why everybody's trying to kill him. So that's great. I love that because I didn't feel like I was missing too much. There are 13 movies in total. One of them doesn't involve Michael Myers, 
So I'm not sure if that one should be counted in the franchise, but yeah, there are 13 Halloween movies and that is wild, okay? Wild. And the, the fact that people still love these movies just goes to show that you you did good. This movie is, like I said, absolutely gory. It's disgusting in a very gruesome way, but I don't know. I guess because it's so dark, it doesn't look tacky. So that's wonderful. So if you are looking for a slasher film to watch on Halloween, this is the movie for you. There are some jump scares, but not, you know, not what I was looking for. I mean, from Halloween, I expect nothing, honestly. I just watch it because it's Halloween. It's essentially a classic. So you watch it because it's Halloween, not necessarily because you want gory or scary or uh, a deep plot you just watch it because it is what it is so i yeah i would recommend it if this is your type of movie i say go for it it, it does not hurt and it, i actually enjoyed it it wasn't just like nothingness happening but killing so yeah i say watch it i enjoyed it let me know what you think um, I obviously can't really compare it to the older ones and I did not see the one right before this one, but let me know what you thought, which Halloween is your favorite at some point. I am going to watch them all. So lay it on me and I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up and move on to the spoilers. All right, y'all after this break, it's time for the after party, AKA spoilers. Hope to see you there. spoiler time and if you've already seen this you know there is not much to say we got a lot of killing a lot of intensity but also a good amount of flashbacks in this movie which i love i love that they took the scenes right out of the previous movies because why not the inf the the thing is there okay like do it take it so i did really enjoy that because it made me feel like i did not miss a lot the movie picks up right where it ended at least in my mind because where it starts is like like people are already dying or dead. Uh, Michael Myers was locked up. The fire is ongoing. And so that the description made reference to that being what happened in the previous movie. So I kind of like the idea that the previous movie, this movie and the next movie are all connected. It just kind of runs into each other. So that's cool because obviously the whole series doesn't do that because this is 40 years of Michael Myers terrorizing people. So yeah, um, I think the dumbest part of this movie was them assuming that Michael Myers, one, drives and two, takes off his mask to get into the hospital. Like, if this man has been around for 40 years, what makes y'all think that this is what's happening? They're like, oh, Michael Myers is in the car. That I can believe. I was surprised that the girl escaped, but she did. And then they see him take off. And then they're like destroying the car and, you know, or at least not destroying the car, but like trying to get him to come out. And then he drives off and crashes. And I'm like, seriously, y'all really thought this man was out driving? Can he even drive? Isn't he like a child? Didn't. Yeah. Like, didn't he basically not get to age up as like a person he aged up as a killer so when did he have time to learn how to drive and then in the hospital you got this guy asking for help and everybody is like that's him it's michael blah, blah, blah. and i'm like seriously you think this guy would be walking around in prison scrubs when he has 
this perfect set of overalls as well as take his mask off for y'all seriously also the man is too short and i'm like the phrase evil dies tonight is i hated it by the end of this movie because now you have everybody just picking on this guy and trying to kill him over something that they were wrong about and it's like i hate mob energy because that is exactly what this shows it just shows how dangerous it is to have mob mentality when you're just after somebody because you think that's the person you're supposed to be after, but you have no information. And then freaking Tommy Doyle is gearing everybody up, rubbing everybody to go. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, you need to take a chill pill. You should at least say, I want to be the one to swing the first punch or something like that so that people know don't attack until I get there. Let me confirm because ain't nobody know what Michael Myers looked like with his mask off. So, and honestly, I would not think that you would get that far. Like, he does anything to keep this mask on. So what is the deal, people? Like, ah, oh, everybody was just dumb in this movie and I hated it. And then like, Jamie Lee Curtis was injured in the beginning. So let me say another Optimus Prime kind of moment where you have the main who gets injured or disappears for the entire part of the movie and shows up at the end. And then at the end, she's talking about how you cannot kill him with uh, anger and fear because he is a monster. Like he's not even a person anymore. And so I'm like, so you know, everybody was literally getting ready to go kill him and whatever. And you just let it happen, even though you know that he can't die like that. And you're just constantly waiting for him to come back. Like that so annoying. It's like, I ain't got a lot to go on, but do you really want this man to die? Because you gave nobody any tips in this movie of how to make that happen. Ugh, I was just so mad at her. And then you got these stupid kids who were playing a trick on Big John and Little John, who were my favorites. Like, <laughs> I love their vibes, their energy. But anyway, the kids played a prank on them and was like, there was a razor in the candy and the kid threw it up to take all of their candy. One, who falls for that stupidity? You better call your parent and have your parent tell me I'll be in the house and call the police because I am believing them pranks on Halloween, okay? Razor in the candy? I mean, it, they staged it pretty well, but no, 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 no. I wouldn't have walked outside. And then one of the kids ended up dying anyway. And I was like, oh my God. Because once again, y'all dumb kids thinking... Then Michael Myers is playing hide and seek or just being a pervert and you're just cool with that. You're just going to play on the swings and wait for your friend to come back. But your friend was dead. Didn't even make it because y'all out here playing games. And I'm guessing that's why they never showed that kid's face because it's a kid and, you know, people, you know, we feel weird about seeing kids die in a movie, even though like it's a movie. So, yeah, I'm not too mad about that. Also, I want to say. This sheriff irritates me and any person, any person in law enforcement that says I am the law irritates the crap out of me because no, you are not the law. Like, no, like that just, that's not how it works. And it's so crazy because I'm taking a law class right now. And realistically, if anybody is the law, it's probably the Supreme Court. Okay. If we want to be real here, because they are literally the ones who be like, yes, this is a go. No. This is not a go. You in the law enforcement, a sheriff? No, you are not the law. Irritating. And it's like, yes, he was right. They should not have had this really big 
mob energy but like there was a better way to go about that like why why do people feel like they just need to go toe-to-toe with other people that is how you screw up and like now this man has killed himself because you are the law you wanted to stand up to this group of people instead of trying to look at it from their point of view because you know they have experiences with Michael Myers. So no, not we're going to work together or, you know, whatever, or make it seem like we're working together. No, I am the law. You guys are going to listen to me. And then you let this man create a whole mob that made this man jump out a window. Ridiculous. Also, it was really hard watching Michael Myers get beat up by everybody. I got a weird feeling about being jumped. Okay. Like, Obviously, I would have a weird feeling about it. But even though he is a killer who's like killed all of these people and stuff, it just seems so terrible to see everybody attacking him like that. It, I, I couldn't watch it, honestly. Um, and then like, you know, he didn't die anyway. So you guys did all that for nothing. And then apparently standing in his spot, looking out the freaking window is essentially the same thing as calling Candyman because Karen dies. Because she's standing in his spot, looking out, looking, you know, out the window or at his at her reflection the way that he does, and then he kills her. So we get no more Karen in the, in the next one, which is unfortunate because I like her, but I assume she's in the one before this. Um, even though she was kind of irritating because one, how are you going to lie to your mom? And be like, oh, yeah, we got him. We got him. Did you think she was going to die in the hospital? Is that why you lied to her? I get that you wanted her to be chill. But now she out here telling people, yeah, we got him. We did that. He burned. No, fool. That is not what happened. And Karen's over here like, there's a system for people like Michael. Girl, it's been 40 years. You know this system don't work. Get on out of here. So yeah, all in all, I enjoyed the movie. (laughs) It was crazy. And I like that it gives me enough to be mad about so that I could talk about it while I'm watching it. Um, Because there's literally, there's so much killing going on in this movie. You need that moment to like talk or to process your own feelings about what's happening because it, you know, there at no point are there sunshine and roses there is not daylight at all in this movie so yeah I had a good time and I want to know what you guys thought when you watched it is this something that you watch on Halloween during the Halloween season is this one of your favorites is it your least favorite let your girl know and I will talk to you tomorrow for the beginning of Napapomo Thank you for listening today. I would love to hear your thoughts about the movie. So look for me on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Chatty Sisters. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, share it and leave a review. Now, you know what I'm going to say. If you don't believe me, then watch it. And if you don't agree, then comment.